It's retirement month. Welcome to the Money Rules Podcast, where we tackle your personal financial matters with leading financial advisors. Your host, we do Investors who are interested in making the world a better place are increasingly turning to strategies such as impact or ESG investing to put their funds into companies that align with their values. But are the returns on these strategies as lucrative as traditional investments? And how does one go about finding these investment vehicles? Alka Brink, a wealth advisor at PSG Wealth, joins us on this episode to give us insight into the sector as well as offer advice on how to structure this portfolio. Welcome, Alka. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Aga, could you please explain what socially conscious investing is and why it's important? I think ESG investing is becoming more and more relevant globally at this point in time. I think we have passed the point in the world where we just continue making investments or continue making corporate and financial decisions without thinking of the outcome of it. And I find it actually such a wonderful concept. So ESG stands for environmental, social and governance. And what it comes down to is the underlying components, what your company firstly stands for and how they generate revenue. And what are you as a company doing in terms of firstly and environmentally? Are you friendly towards not only the direct environment of your source of funding, if I can call it that, or your nature of business, but also to the the larger world, if I can basically refer to it like that. And this refers to climate change, your carbon footprint, everything that your company relates to. The social component, of course, how are you actually changing the world in in a better way? Should it be by the people you employ, how you treat them, how you make a difference in not only your direct space again, but also in the world? And then the governance point of view, how is your company actually being run out of an ethical point of view and um, everything that goes along with that? So it really addresses all the different components of How are you operationally running this business um, and what are you doing to actually positively impact the world? And is there a difference between ESG investing, social responsible investing and impact investing? They all basically mean the same thing. And I think it comes down to that you want to not only, I think ESG more focuses on the way of doing business properly and at least not harming the environment out of the different aspects. So firstly, out of the environmental aspect, but also out of the government aspect, for example, just doing business in the right manner. But I think when it comes to impact investing, there's a direct focus that you have to focus on actually improving the um, environment around you. And that can be done in many different ways, depending on the nature of the industry and the nature of the company. But I would say specific projects that are focused on actually improving the the world around your company and not just focusing on the net profits. So for someone who's interested in this sector, how do they then get started? So there's actually quite a few different portfolios you can invest in. And this would range from ETFs to mutual funds. There's quite a few very good managers who focus on the ESG rating. Vanguard is, for example, one of the the popular ones, Daily Fed. There's quite a few different managers that focus on this, especially on the global aspect. It's not as big in South Africa yet for many obvious reasons, I think, in our country. But it's also a very new style and a new focus, I would say. So I would definitely look at some of the global managers. But but locally as well, there's definitely an ESG rating that is important for, for the underlying companies that can definitely be looked at. Alka, one of the possible concerns is that these investments might not perform as well as traditional investments. What are your thoughts on this? 
So there are actually very well performing funds. And a study done on the MSCI found that US companies with high ESG ratings generated an average annualized return of 10.1% between 2007 and 2019, compared to in this range, 6.5% return for companies with lower ESG ratings. So there's definitely been quite well-performing funds and portfolios. I think it, as with any portfolio in the investment space, it's important to to really go see what the mandate of the portfolio is and how they are performing um, compared to their peers who maybe have lower ESG ratings. I think the main concern with this type of investment, and that's something that you would very much have to look into, is that I think if it's important for you for a company to to have this ESG rating and this focus, is to make sure that they are actually doing it. And the reason for that is there's a big component that's now coming into play that they refer to as greenwashing. And it comes down to the principle that a lot of companies are basically lying about exactly what their rating is. So trying to, to hide what the actual carbon footprint, for example, is, or what the actual um, social implication is. So just trying to make it look much better in the industry than what it is in reality, or starting to use other holdings companies or other um, ways of redirecting the, the negative footprints they, they leave um, to perhaps make it less clear. So I would just be very sure to to make sure about the analysis and the, how the ESG rating was, was done to before you actually invest in a fund if this is your main purpose. Okay, just staying on the topic of greenwashing, how would then um, investors look for this information to make sure that that's not happening with the investments that they're looking at? So there's always going to be unique challenges and risks with ESG. Um, I would look for companies that have long-term growth potential. I think it's important to to really use the analytical point of view with this and be sure what type of managers you are working with. And there you can always make use of different analysts that have all the research done on these companies and exactly how they have come to their ESG rating. So I think that is quite important to just make a very well-informed decision um, in terms of, of the manager you end up working with. And can you offer some examples of socially conscious investments that have performed well in recent years? So there's a few different funds. There's actually quite a few few portfolio managers that you can look at where um, I would definitely look at the um, some of Vanguard's ETFs of the global spec, which have done quite well over the last few years. Um, Bailey Deferred also has a fund um, that most of these funds, I would say, are trackers. Um, or passive investment strategies, but there's, um, there's a global, barely give it global positive impact stock fund investor. There's, for example, um, I'm actually reading quite a few of them now in front of me. Um, yeah, I would also look into what strategy you want them to do. Are you wanting to look more at a passive based investment style um, and, and follow one of these trackers, or are you looking for a specific company, a specific share? Because you can also bind to a specific company that has a good ESG rating. So there's quite a big scope for this, definitely more on the global side, but lately the industry is changing. I do think a lot of investors find it really valuable to be sure that what they are investing in is aligning with their values and is having a positive impact on the world around us without just focusing on the net profits. 
Okay, for someone who is interested in investing in renewable energy, for example, how would they go about finding those opportunities? So there's different ways. Once again, you can either purely go as one of these companies or you can look at a zero trust-based investment that perhaps consists out of a few different industries where it can be a combination, for example, of medical development and fashion and renewable energy combination of this. So depending on how it fits into your portfolio and, and following a d- diversified approach in terms of different sectors as well, there's, there's more than one way to do so. I would always recommend with any portfolio to try to combine a few different sectors as well. I think uh, renewable energy, for example, is an amazing focus area at this stage and it's actually where the world is heading. But combining it within a portfolio that has other sectors that can also complement this component um, would definitely be recommended. Would this then apply to someone who's looking for companies that prioritize diversity and inclusion? Definitely. And I think that's one of the the incredible um, aspects of, of what the ESG rating really means. There's, there's a lot of focus on inclusivity and transformation and, of course, protecting the environment, which I think is wonderful. I think it's still, it's a very difficult phase, not only in South Africa at this stage, but globally. So in Europe, for example, with the whole energy crisis that they're dealing with at the moment, the consideration of using coal mines, for example, is there again. So I do think um, the the time to, to just um, be very nature-friendly is, is quite difficult because of other challenges that we face in the world. But I do think um, having at least in all the other components present. So focusing on not using hazardous materials or waste management and water quality where you can in a company, I think on the social and government aspect, having ethical business practice and a board that consists out of diversity and independence and voting rights. And I think when it comes to everything around the, the governance of a company, equality and the role women play in a company, I think um, the transparency when it comes to the accounting and the taxation of a company is very important to understand. And then I think on a social level, just ensuring there's safety and quality in terms of the production of whatever the company will do, um, what is the labor status and how are the people taken care of, and is there equal employment opportunities, healthcare, education, housing, everything that you can actually take good care of of your direct environment. So I think there's a lot of opportunity in any, in any company to make a positive change. And it's important as an investor to actually know how they are doing that and, and are they honest about how they're doing that. Now, one thing that some people might be wondering is if these investments have higher fees or require more effort to manage than traditional investments. Is that the case? Not necessarily. Um, we would have to look at all the different portfolios that are available in the sector so some of the, the portfolios that are more the passive strategy investments actually have low fees. So they're actually very attractive to include in your portfolio. When it comes to unit trust-based type of investments, the fees will always have to be compared with similar funds in their mandate. But I think the main level of management would more just be to, to actually be sure how these companies are managed in terms of the information available to the investment or the fund manager that's choosing to, to invest in this company. So more just having access to that is basically also the onus also falls on the, the company you're wanting to invest in to provide the, the correct information in terms of that. 
Alka, how do you structure this part of your portfolio and what percentage of your overall portfolio should be allocated to these investments? At the moment, I think that the main opportunity when it really comes to ESG investing would more be in the global space. So I think it's easier for companies to to really address all of the, the underlying requirements of the ESG rating compared to local companies, even if they are very well-performing local companies already really focusing on, on their ESG rating. I think the state-wise, it would very much depend on on what the holistic portfolio of the individual looks like. I think in the ideal world, at some point, we will get to a, quite a large percentage in a portfolio if we can prove that these companies are actually doing what they say they're doing. And that it, of course, has a positive effect on the portfolio in terms of return. Eventually, that is still important in any investment portfolio. We need to be able to outperform inflation and we need to be able to outperform let's say, income drawing, should you be a retiree? So there are still certain goals we need to achieve with any portfolio and looking at the bigger picture in terms of that. But I think at the moment, unfortunately, this is still a very small sector. So I wouldn't build a majority of the portfolio out of it. But I do think we are heading in the right direction in terms of more and more inclusion. Um, And I think that just the requirements out of a managerial perspective that the rating should be there and the company should be focusing on this and actually caring about the environment and their people. Okay, just lastly, for someone who's starting out with this, what tips can you offer them? The main tips would be to ensure that you are um, choosing the correct fund. Like I mentioned, I think the main risk in the sector at the moment is still greenwashing. And I think companies that are portraying that they have a ESG rating where they maybe aren't really focusing on this at all. So I would definitely get the opinion before investing in these type of portfolios of a analyst or a financial advisor. And then certainly you are going with the right type of fund managers who have a reputable name in the industry and who are most likely doing um, this, this strategy the right way. I would just choose reputable managers and funds to invest in from the start and, and be sure to not... Um, you know, choose companies that are maybe not doing this at all. So there are a few companies who are specifically known for, for not doing it the right way. So, for example, uh, Volkswagen, who a few years ago um, didn't communicate the right figures on a carbon footprint. So things like that, for example, I would think if your focus is going to be ESG, let's try to avoid the pitfalls of companies who, who aren't really um, focusing on it. And then you can rather include it in a different mindset in your portfolio. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode, Alka. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That was Alka Brunk, who is a wealth advisor at PSG Wealth. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Rules Podcast. To listen to more, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Money Rules. MoneyWeb. Money. Your trusted source for business and investment insights.